Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of the Tailgate Pod. Yes, first uh, episode of the decade. The first episode of the decade, that's right. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the, for this episode, I'm excited for this year. Uh, I feel like we should probably recap uh, a little bit about about the holiday. The holidays are over. Yes. Christmas is over. <laughs> you kind of said that like 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 with a little bit of, of well, we a sur- sigh of relief. We survived. It wasn't. I love the holidays, so it's not like I don't have the holiday you know blues or anything. Um, but yeah, we got sick. My whole family, and it was my fault. Um, I got sick first, <laughs> and then I was like a, a grenade of the plague. So everybody went down with cold and flu like symptoms. So. Thankfully, um, it was restful because um, we couldn't travel. Um, no one wanted to come see us because we were all contagious. So uh, we just stayed home, um, opening gifts and spending time with family, bro. It was it was That's very awesome. restful. So I, I enjoyed the holidays, but I am glad to be trending up in my health right now. So, right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm usually uh, right right there with you with uh, holidays. I love I love Christmas time. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Christmas music. Uh, for some reason, it just a little Michael Bublé. No, no, man. I, I guess it's it just. Oh. Anyways, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. No, uh, I do not like Christmas music, but everything else about Christmas, I love it. I love uh, people's moods, and I know that everybody everybody's in a rush and all that. But you know, when you slow down, it really is quite quite special. I for think. sure, for sure. Um, but we were we were sick too, man. So oh, I'm sorry, man, dude. Uh, Daniel got, Daniel was sick. Daniel's my uh, uh, mine and my wife's baby two year boy. old. He's 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 the baby, baby boy. And uh, he got sick, and then uh, I got sick Christmas week, and uh, I'm still battling a little bit with it, but but I'm I'm pretty much back to a hundred percent. But it's it's the same thing. I was like, man, it it was it sucked that we were we were sick, but at the same time, I feel so refreshed right now and Come so. On so calm and yeah i, I just feel like yeah yeah, yeah. To sit you down yeah that's how yeah. i felt so. it was good it was good uh we had a lot of fun uh what was uh what, what would you say was your favorite part of the the holiday was it the getting, oh, getting the rest well, the rest was nice um dude i love my kids like yeah being on this side of christmas is so much better um and i know that's cliche like it's better to give than to receive right but Dude, I really enjoy like finding something and watching people's face light up. Like that's that's my thing. So like I, right. bro, I think gifts out like a year. I'm like, all right, if I see something on sale, I'll just go ahead and grab it and like yeah. save it for Christmas. Um, so yeah, when when you nail it with the gift, and it, again, it's not anything necessarily expensive or fancy or a ton of gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just kind of like you know getting the right thing. So uh, yeah, watching my kids' faces light up and then. Um, we did travel. Uh, this was the weekend before Christmas um, to go to my our, my extended family mm. um, up in Raleigh. So we did like a we went and saw Star Wars. So that Ooh, that's yeah. like a f- tradition for us. Uh, we binge watched the Star Wars saga. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the only way to do it. So um, so we do that every year in December. And then if there's a new movie releasing, we'll go as a family and watch that in IMAX and kind of get that full experience. Cool. So so we did that. Um, and then we stayed up late, the adults, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then um, woke up next day all in our PJs and did a little gift exchange before Christmas. So, that's so it was cool. fun. It was a good time. That's great. Yeah, I love I love the. Um it's a holiday. It's always an excuse to to get together with family, and, and like I said, it, it's stressful. But there's so much reward in being able to do that, um, For you sure. know, because it, it really is about 
life life is so much more about memories and relationships right. than, uh, than anything else you can you can you can work towards at least that's that's my opinion absolutely uh, you know my wife uh, God bless her man she is she's amazing she does the same thing Riley she no she likes to buy gifts throughout the year yeah and then she's like I gotta hide it but then she doesn't remember where she put it <laughs> it's like oh no. <laughs> There's like a mother load of gifts. Yeah, somewhere so there's in your like house. gifts yeah. somewhere. It's sometimes hidden around the house. Sometimes I'll find gifts that are wrapped, and I'm like, "Satin, what is this about?" And oh, I forgot that was there. Wow, so. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so I don't know about you, Riley. Are you are you a a believer in New Year's resolutions? I um I believe that people make them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I personally um. I'm a man of principle, so uh, I don't usually start the year with like, man, you know what? These are the seven things I need to work on. Mm. Um, I have consistently just been working on the the same habits um, yeah. for dude, probably about eight years now. Um, I just try to continue to grow in those habits. That's good. Um, I'm, I'm more about direction as opposed to like quick shifts because it typically never... Um, I don't want to say never. I don't want to project that on everybody, but um, you just see a lot of people, especially in the social media age, mm-hmm. um, start their resolutions, and then we get to about week two, and they're off right. the resolutions. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I usually go. I, I am excited about the new year, so um, I'm, I'm more because I'm more direction oriented. Um, I, I like vision. Like I like that's good. Yeah, I like to dream big. Mm-hmm. Like all right, God. Like you know, what are you doing this year? Like what do you have for me and my family? So it's more of a hide and seek game with God or like okay like like what is it that that you're saying in this moment as opposed to you know yeah. me sitting down with a list and trying to improve my life yeah I think I think most of the times uh what I like to do is uh I like to set goals and they're kind of um the the, the way I set goals most of the times is furthering some of the healthy habits that mm-hmm. I've kind of come to a place where um I'm not saying that there are more things or new things that I need to learn uh, but I think, I think if you do that every year and you're successful, uh, you're adding a new a new habit or a new thing. Sooner or later, you're you it's it's just going to be overwhelming. No I feel doubt. like so. I think that uh, finding new ways to to grow in in the habits that that are really giving uh, giving you growth uh, are, are important. So I, I I agree with you. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan personally of resolutions uh i think some people do them and they do them well and i think that's sure. great i don't unfortunately yeah but i'll quit so, <laughs> yeah. so um yeah for the, for this year one of the things that i'm, I'm trying to grow in as far in as um <clears throat> my uh my devotional time mm. in my prayer life is uh being able to memorize scripture i've never been really oh, wow. good at that yeah um, I, I guess I haven't really uh, focused a lot of time and energy, but I'm uh, as I've kind of grown in my in my spiritual walk, I'm realizing the importance of memorizing scripture and the sure. usefulness of it. Really, more than anything, uh, it's not so that I can enter the 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 Bible spelling bee or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but, Next on uh, Jeopardy, yeah, it's not, I'm not trying to to go into a Bible Jeopardy or anything yeah. like that. But no, it, it's important, you know. Um, when we the 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 Bible talks to us about uh, who we are, and gives us our uh, talks to us about our identity. It talks about uh, man, you can get anything out of the Bible, marriage advice, all these things. And it's the the coolest thing about it is that this is this is God's word. Come on. So yeah. because it's God's word, then all then then it's it's perfect for you for sure. So um, 
a lot of times what happens is the world, the enemy, how you, how you want to look at them by the enemy. I mean like, you know, the devil or, or, you know, basically his minions or whatnot, however you want to look at it. Um, it, they try to contradict God's word in your life and, wow. and it'll do it. And it'll introduce doubt and, and whatnot. So memorizing scripture allows, at least I've seen, I've noticed that allows me to speak not just life, but specifically God's word wow. into situations. So when I doubt God's word is faithful, God's Come word on. is true. That's so yep. yeah, that's kind of my, my rationale behind it. I do. I love it. Um, Dude, I was joking with some of our, our staff. Um, so for, for the listeners out there, um, you know, I'm, I'm a pastor of a local church uh, here in Fayetteville, Fort Bragg. One of the pastors, we got like an army of them. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I was joking with some of our staff members. Um, our, our church, we're about to enter a season of 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, it's just kind of how we like to start the new year, um, like corporately pursuing God's presence and uh, really just seeking his face to hear what he's saying. And um they were asking like, what type of fast are you planning on doing? Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, we're, we're tossing around like some things and I think I'm gonna go 40, um, not, okay. not 40 days without food. I think I would die if I did that, but, um, just a phase, like a, a, a transition type fast. But, um, but I was joking with the staff and I was like, you know, I'm just going to eat the word. Like, that's good. And they're like, yeah, you are. You're, you're, you're so good. Pastor. I was like, no, like literally I'm going to rip a page out. <laughs> <laughs> But it kind of goes back to what you were saying about like um, just having internalized God's word, yeah. right? Um, yeah. That way you can regurgitate it when you need it. So that's good. Hey, uh, man, it, this has been. I know we're we're in episode three, and uh, I, I was actually going to call this the the CJ McCollum episode, Uh-oh. <laughs> episode Uh-oh. three, or or maybe maybe Riley, you're, you're a little bit more with uh, uh, I'm trying the Russell different. Wilson, the I'm Russell Wilson different. episode, episode number three, <laughs> Danger Russ. Uh, <laughs> I like CJ. Shout out to CJ. Yeah. Pull up pod, man. Pull if if pod. y'all don't listen to that, you should. Yeah. Yeah. If you are a ba- basketball fan, uh, uh, the pull up podcast with CJ McCollum is uh, is a gem. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's good. He's it's a good, good guy, too, man. Yeah. Like doing stuff yeah. with the Dream Center out there in Absolutely. Portland. Like, mm-hmm. Just killing it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we, we've been getting a lot of feedback uh, from, from our listeners. Thank you so much for that. It's been so valuable and really so motivational for, for us to, uh, to just continue to do this. We really enjoy it, but we enjoy it even more when we know that what we're, uh, the content that we're producing is being, is being, it's being helpful. For sure, uh, to to anybody out there. So, if you guys have any feedback, we would love to to hear about that. You can uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook. It's uh, at the Tailgate Pod. Uh, that's that's our uh, Twitter and and Instagram handle. Uh, but I definitely want to give a shout out specifically to uh, Mana Church Fort Leonardwood. This yeah. is a microsite on, man. Uh, that is is turning into a, a plant. They're Dude, officially launching launching on January the twelfth. That's right. Yeah, Fort Leonardwood, Missouri, uh, St. Robert. There's a there's a CrossFit gym out there where they're going to start gathering. Uh, That's amazing. And, and just to help you guys out, uh, a microsite. So our our strategy uh, for Mana Church, uh, we believe God's called us to to multiply, which is to reproduce. Um, an expression of Man of Church um, along the military highway. So that's anywhere military members uh, relocate, you know, PCS, which is a permanent change of station, or if they separate from their service or if they retire, whatever that looks like. Um, again, if, if we've invested and they love who we are as a church and they are us, then um, it just makes too much sense to to help them continue to beat us yeah. wherever they go. So, um, so strategically, there's... Um, 
their city sites, that's what we call them, where um, it's kind of like a hub where it'll be expressions of man of church. Um, then there are, are micro sites, which is what um, we just mentioned there about Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. So a microsite can be anything from a, a small group of folks gathering in the living room um, to what's about to happen in Fort Leonardwood, where um, dude, I went out there, they had like 60 people. Um, yeah, and they started in a house, right? Yeah, yeah. Just in a house gathering. Yeah, Learen and Stacy. so some amazing leaders out that's, there. That's um, awesome. So shout out to, to you guys. Y'all are killing it. I'm so proud of what you're doing. Yes. Um, chasing God's calling in your life. Um, again, this isn't anything that... Um, you know, we challenge them to do, but it's just something that God put on their heart. And I love um, that. as a local church, we believe in equipping and empowering people. Um, to, and, and to they're do not their pastors thing. or anything like that. Not right? yet. I'm, I'm calling them out, man. I, <laughs> okay, I, I, okay. I, th- I see some. I see some stuff in y'all. So, um, but, so anyways, but, we'll see what God so does. That's just so cool. That's just so cool. When we when we make ourselves available yeah. to what God has for us, man, God will amaze us time and time again. And and I believe that for everybody. I really yeah. do. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that every Everybody's going to go and plan a microsite or plan a church or anything like that. Right. But I do believe that God has a plan for everybody. He does. And, and it's amazing. So and good. it is amazing. So, so good. That is so cool. Yeah. Dude, shout out to um, Man of Church here. So, uh, you know, we have a, another ministry called Man of Students. And, yeah. And there's a group of students led by my man Gideon um, uh-huh. out at Hope Mills um, That's right. who are faithful about pulling up on the pod. So, uh, so shout out to you guys, Man of Students, Hope Mills. You guys are killing it. So proud of y'all too. So. Yeah, I was I was really encouraged uh, by by you know they they listen to it collectively they listen to the tailgate pod uh, as a group and then they talk about it so that, that just gave me so much encouragement uh, so definitely. Uh, keep listening if you guys anybody else that 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 that's listening out there we've gotten so much other feedback from other people uh tom watkins from oh, yeah. Three fitness. Yeah, he's, fitness he's guys, a faithful yeah. listener as well so Come on, we're just so grateful uh for the feedback that we've been receiving and uh we just encourage you to to if there's something that you guys if there's a topic that you guys want us to address on the tailgate pod please let us know uh hit us up we'll be happy to do that so we start talking about uh, God's word. Before we get into the content today, I got, I got one question before oh before we wrap up officially twenty nineteen. Okay, okay. Uh, Riley, what's what's the best? What's your the best book? The most impactful book of twenty nineteen you've read? Oh boy, oh boy, um, dude, I, my reading list is insane lately. Yeah, um, <laughs> mostly when you hang around other leaders, it's like, hey, you should read this. Next thing you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like. Man, my Amazon cart is like outrageous. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, um, I just have them sit there sometimes until I'm like, you know what? All right. Yeah, eventually, right? Yeah, um, dude, I got a, I got a, a neck and neck race, man. Um, so two books. Um, I'm gonna give you two for the price of one. Um, I read last year, um, "Developing Female Leaders." Okay. Um, leadership book. Um, it is from the Christian perspective. Um, by Katie Cole. Um, so Katie Cole, she's she's killing it. Um, she was an executive pastor. She's done some, I mean, some amazing things. And in this book, Developing Female Leaders, um, bro, she has really brought some fresh perspective to, um, honestly, as a dude, some things that I was just oblivious to, um, like some of the challenges, hurdles, um, things that um, ladies are facing as they step up in leadership roles. And then what I could do um, – you know, just from whatever platform or influence I have as a male in leadership to um, to empower them to do more. So, um, so Katie, um, shout out to you. Thank you for your book. Um, really blessed me. Um, I'm actually going to take the the staff members that I lead through this book mm-hmm. um, in in 2020 because it's, it's really that powerful. Um, the other book, um, 
I mean, every, everybody knows this guy, Simon Sinek. Um, bro, oh, he, yeah, dude. he yeah. dropped his yeah. book um, towards the end of the year called The Infinite Game. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good book. Dude, I, I digested that like in two weeks. Um, so recently we were in a um, kind of like a, a Zoom gathering. Um, it's something that um, Highlands, um, that they put together um, through their Bible college. And, and um, dude, it was it was phenomenal just hearing him share in his portions. Um, John Maxwell was sharing as well. Wow. Uh, but but this book, The Infinite Game, um, if you are a, a business leader, um, a, a leader of your family, um, a, a leader anywhere, you need to read this book because it will shift um, just what you look at as a win, mm-hmm. uh, which really blessed me. So, How about you, man? You got any things yeah. that impacted you? Yeah, uh, definitely. Actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back a little bit old school. Okay. Uh, for me, this this goes how simple. I mean, I I, I do read uh, uh, quite a number of books, um, and some of those books, I, I like the the Infinite Game. That's that's in my Amazon yeah. <laughs> shopping cart right you now. You I have got to it. Oh, I, re- I, I, I recommend it. I fully into. I love Simon Sinek. Uh, but for me, this year, the most impactful book, believe it or not, is. Uh, uh, the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Ooh, dude, that's 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 one of my favorites. And it's, you know, I've had this book on my shelf because what happens is Dear I get Wormwood. books and it's like, uh, you know, he, yeah, <laughs> Dearest Wormwood. Dearest Wormwood. Um, but uh, it, I get books sometimes and they sit on my shelf. Not It's because I have so many and I, I, I can't. Uh, get through them fast enough, and then someone else recommends this book, and I'm like, "That sounds exciting." So this is just one of those books that that was always like in the top ten, but never in the top five or three. Wow. So until I was like, "You know what?" Someone had mentioned it recently. I was like, "You know what?" I got that book at home, so I started reading it, and it blew my mind. That's awesome. The the level of insight that it gives you into how uh, just how things are, how things operate, and it's it's a fun book. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but it it's it's so cool. Um, actually, I think I think it's a must read. Um, yeah, I really absolutely. Do. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, C.S. Lewis. He's I mean, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're into apologetics, um, and if you don't know what that is, it's um, basically defending your faith through reason. Um, right. So coming up with arguments to basically affirm what you believe, not necessarily for the sake of arguing with someone else, uh, but just for your own um, you know self benefit. Uh, C.S. Lewis, he's like one of the famous um, apologists out there, and uh, this book it's it's just fiction, um, but it's written from the perspective of a senior devil or a senior you know, demon or yeah, something demon, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, teaching a junior demon, which is his nephew uh, Wormwood, so it's Uncle Screwtape <laughs> writing to you know Wormwood, um, how to tempt his man. Um, so basically, uh, what C.S. Lewis paints in this book is um, these demons. They have assignments, and their job is to. Um, dude, you you actually you know, screenshot me something that you were reading. Um, I think it was a week or so ago in this book, um, where the goal of these demons isn't even to like wipe you out. Like, yeah. it's, it's not to like exterminate or it's it's literally just to wreak havoc and torment you in your life. Um, yep. that's how scripture refers to um, yep. demons as tormentors. Um, so it's it's just interesting kind of seeing how you know this narrative plays out as they're going back and forth and things that we think would make a ton of sense this senior devil he's like no 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 like here's what you want um you really want him to think that you're not even there yeah um and Mm -hmm. and it's just like again once you see it yeah yeah, yeah. it's all it's all and it's funny i call it the the bill belichick book Mm. so if there are any patriots fans out there i'm sorry but uh (laughs) i'm gonna gonna, gonna blow up my boy bill belichick real quick but uh 
Yeah, this it it's like having the 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 other team's playbook. That's what it's wow. like. Uh, it gives you that level of insight. So shots um, fired. It, <laughs> sorry, I'm not a Patriots fan, but if you are, I apologize. I really don't, but yeah. it's okay. It's just football. <laughs> we're not bitter. Yeah, we're not. We're not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it, it, it's definitely been the most impactful book uh, of 2019 for me. Let's definitely go. one of the most impactful books in my life. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's so impactful. Last year, I started something with my older girls uh, during the summer. I have them read something that, that oh, has cool. just been really impactful. Last year, they read uh, uh, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. And uh, oh, good, I had them yeah. write a, a paper on it. And it, it was good. It was good. I think it was good exercise. So this year, uh, I already talked to them about it. They're going to read the, the screw tape letters. And what we're going to do is uh, just going to have them journal Come on. the thoughts of... Because of, it, it's just one of those books that you read it and it, your, your imagination starts running. But really, your the way you see things in your life, how they've played out, it's like, wow. So... So yeah, that's that's going to be a fun exercise today that we're going to, uh, uh, or not today, this year that we're going to do during, during the summer. So yeah. So summer school with Mike kids. Just make sure you sign up. <laughs> yeah. But they don't, they don't, you know, at first they don't like it, but uh, you know what? I rarely like uh, the things that give me the most growth. So that's awesome. So I'm just going to leave that there. But uh, good deal. So yeah, moving on, we're going to go and jump, go ahead and jump into our content for, for this this month, and I'm so excited. We're going to start by uh, we're going to talk about what we call our twelve operational principles uh, at Mana Church. Uh, we believe that these operational principles, and and I believe that I, I've adopted these into just my everyday life, mm. and it's so helpful in helping you grow as a leader, helping you grow as um, in your walk with Christ in your devotional life. There's so much good insight that comes out of these twelve operational principles. So. Uh, throughout the course of this year, we're going to be talking, uh, we may not touch on every single one of them, but we're going to be discussing quite a, a number of these uh, operational principles, and, and, and I think it's it's just a really uh, good foundational, uh, some really good foundational stuff that we can talk about. I think it'll bless uh, our listeners. It's definitely blessed me in my life, Riley. Sure. I know you, you, you definitely got to feel oh, the yeah, same dude. way. I eat, I eat that stuff up, man. Like It's good. Yeah, I think... You know, part of it's my military background, um, but like in the Air Force, you know, we had some core values. We we That's had right. you know a, a creed and things like that. So it's just, I think honestly, this is one of those places that helps us um, as a local church to reach our military community because mm-hmm. um, we're already kind of used to like acronyms and like okay, twelve operational principles, nine healthy habits, you know, three val- yeah, give me that stuff because I, yeah. yeah. I just consume that. Um, so it was really easy to to internalize it and um, live by it. For yeah. sure. So, yeah. So we're going to be talking about we were talking about memorizing scripture and the effectiveness of that, uh, not just so that we can brag and say, "Hey, I've memorized this much of scripture." I think there there's really practical uh, application, really valuable practical application to memorizing scripture. So uh, today we're going to talk about the Bible as the handbook of life. Mm. Uh, and why we believe that. We'll talk about some practical stuff. Uh, and then uh, I really want to talk about it, not so much from a church perspective, sure, but more so from uh, how it's impacted me personally, how I've seen it uh, impact just the things that I do in everyday life. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we believe that God's Word, the Bible, is foundational uh, on how to live 
our lives and uh you know it, it's just it's just foundational it, it, to me if i if there's an answer that or excuse me there's a question that uh i need an answer to especially when it's dealing with social moral uh theological parenting i mean there's so many ways so many sure. things that that you you just dive into the bible um and and there's the answer i don't know how you feel about that yeah dude no, i agree um you know kind of going back to what you were saying about you know, these 12 operational principles, um, you know, the, the very first one um, is the Bible is the handbook for life. Right. And, um, you know, that, that phrase you just shared about how foundational, um, you know, God's word is to your life. For me, it's it's always encouraging to to know the truth. Um, and what I mean by that, like not, you know, what's true for me and what's true for you. Not not that, but like a true north, like a compass. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what scripture does for me um, is whenever I'm off, uh, which is more often than I, I like to admit, um, <laughs> but I have this true north where mm-hmm. I can be like, okay, Riley, um, you're in your feelings about this subject. Um, maybe your thought process on this particular item is off. So let's go to the truth and let's hear what God has to say about said subject. And then I can allow him to fillet some things. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's really what the process looks like for me. Uh, I think growing up when I would approach scripture. um, So again, this is being a kid um, and and it was helpful. Um, So I I did a lot of scripture memory as a child Mm -hmm. uh, because it was kind of like a chore. It was like, you're going to (laughs) memorize this scripture. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, So I I learned the Beatitudes 23rd. So like uh, lots of, lots of stuff that when I was a kid, it felt like a chore. Um, But that was my engagement with scripture. Like it wasn't, I wasn't, approaching the Bible to seek truth for my life. It was just a chore. And I think a lot of adults, um, that's our approach to scripture. It's like, all right, well, I should read the Bible because I'm a Christian or, Mm -hmm. um, good people do this. You know, there's, there's tons of reasons why we, um, force ourselves Mm -hmm. to engage with scripture. Um, but somewhere along my journey, um, I, I approach scripture as like, all right, God, I know you're speaking. Um, there's something you want to say to me. You mm-hmm. clearly you have these 66 documents in this thing yeah. we call the Bible, um, where you've already have a ton of things that you've said. So what are you saying? Um, and so seeing the word is alive, living, breathing, active, um, for me, um, dude, it's, it's changed everything. So now, um, I read scripture daily and it isn't, it isn't this like mountaintop time every time, mm-hmm. um, but it's not a chore either. It's not like it, I. Yeah. Re- I really enjoy it. I don't. I'm not trying to plow through it. I'm not trying to check the box. Um, I'm trying to meet my father. Um, so it's it's really life giving. That's good. That's good. You know, you were you were talking about the the true north compass, and that's uh, I, I got this 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 picture in my head of of uh, I don't know if any of our listeners have ever gone through this, but I know I sure have. You ever dr- driven a car that's out of alignment? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you know, all right. So everybody, everybody, I mean, I am not condoning this whatsoever, but, but Hey, maybe, maybe there's been a time or two where you've had to do the, the little, the, the steering with your knee while you, while you're, <laughs> while you're opening the bag of chips or, bottle, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, or whatever it is that, that you may do. I am not condoning. I'm not saying that that's what we, we need to be doing. Be but if drivers. that's you 
and you had a car out of alignment, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You better not let go of that steering wheel. Oh, but boy. that's kind of like what happens when you let go of the steering wheel well, and your car is out of alignment. It's going to go into the other the lane. Drift, it's yeah. going to go into the oncoming track. It's going to cause accidents. Sure, sure. Uh, and you're going to hurt yourself or you're going to hurt other people around you. So that's why I, I think that, that we're, we're a pretty good representation of a car out of alignment. Mm. And God, God's word is the lines in the highway and the, the hands on the steering wheel. That's good. Uh, and as long as we're in that place, guess what? We're not going to veer off. Right. Uh, we're not going to wreck. We're not going to, you know, it, so, so it's just, that's kind of how that, that was, you were saying that. I was like, man, that's, it's like a car out of alignment. That's what it's wow. like. <laughs> Come on, man. So, yeah, th- definitely the uh, the Bible being uh, a handbook for life is 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 it's just uh, it's so true. Uh, I, I want to share with with the listeners a, a really uh, simple, but I think it's been a really powerful story for for me. Uh, nothing monumental, but it just it sh- practically showed me how important God's word is and how useful in in a in a time. So, as a parent, we want to make sure. I'm sure every parent listening out there wants the best for their kid absolutely but sometimes we don't know what that is yeah life throws us situations and especially if you got kids where you have to make decisions for them and give them guidance where you don't know what the outcome is going to be and that's challenging that's difficult so yeah uh there was i don't know probably about uh five probably about five years ago my uh one of my daughters came home uh from school she had to do this health homework for health class. And let me tell you something, man. Health class is like health class was health class when I was when I was growing up. But bro, they talking about some far out there stuff now. Dude, like, I did the uh, same thing with my kids. Like, hey dad, can you hold my math problem? I'm like, hold on, is that new math? Like, what is <laughs> like, Yeah, the math <laughs> I was like, that math doesn't make sense. Yeah. That is not that's yeah. In my day. We didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> we didn't do that. I don't know why we changed it, but Anyways, that's that's a topic for another day. But uh, but she had this uh, this homework, and man, some of the stuff that they were discussing, it was tough. It was tough to to explain to her and to talk to her. And you know, she's uh, at the time she was in uh, in ninth grade. Um, so no, no, she was in seventh grade. Oh wow, yeah. So it, I just I was like, man, these are these are topics that I felt were more mature, but the truth is that they were being exposed to them at such an early age. It's almost like someone had to start this discussion. So we, we talked about, um, different things, uh, uh, as far, uh, and, and, uh, as far as sexuality and, uh, just honestly is not the most comfortable conversation for any parent, but, uh, what we did was we went to the Bible Come on, man. and we, we said, you know what? Don't take my word for it. Let's see what God has to say about, about There's these a lot things. about sex in the Bible. Yeah, there a is lot. a lot about sex. Song <laughs> a whole Solomon, lot. A whole yeah. lot of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you don't believe me, go read Song of Solomon and yeah. You'll figure get, it out. Get, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's some stuff sometimes like, man, that's in the Bible? I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. But yeah, it, it was just, it was a really good time of, of kind of showing um, my daughter, hey, you know, one, we, we, the, the Bible is ultimate, the ultimate authority. 
But it's also giving her the experience and the insight. You know what? The Bible has answers to life situations. And my prayer, my hope is that she continues to exercise that habit That's throughout good. her life. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that there's a, there's too early of an age to start doing that. Yeah, dude. I lo- and what I love about what you just shared about what you taught your daughter, um, it, it kind of goes back to, you know, the book that you recommended as your uh, most impactful book for 2019, The Screwtape Letters. Yeah. Because a lot of what you see in that book, what the enemy does is to uh, basically give us a counterfeit of something that's true. That's right. And um, this topic of sex, um, like, I know I've, I bought into it as a, a teenager and a, a young adult, you know, growing up. Um I bought into the counterfeit of what, right. you know, the world, that's what we call it in Christianity. They always refer to it as the world, right? It's like this um, other, other, other. But, but when we say that, we're talking about like culture, right? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Growing like that, it was just normal for, um, like, you know, pornography and all these other counterfeit versions of this mm-hmm. great gift, um, that God created for us. Um, we get sold often on a counterfeit um, from marketing, all kinds of things um, that that sell us on things that are less than what God has for us. Yeah. So, um, when you approach Scripture, when you when you go to the source, when you go to the truth, um, it helps you identify the counterfeits. Like, mm-hmm. no, this isn't this isn't the real thing. So, I'm not going to settle for this. I'm going to wait on, uh-huh. on what God has for me. So, yeah, it's um, and and that's that's. It's so important, you know, memorizing scripture, reading scripture, getting in God's word. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, I tell uh, a lot of the people that, that I mentor and um, uh, really, we, look, you got to treat scripture like a, like a mirror. Yeah. Um, you, you get up in the morning and you get ready. And I don't know about y'all, but me, I always look in the mirror to make sure, do one last check, mm. make sure I'm good before I walk out the oh, door. Yeah. Got to be fresh. I, yeah. I look, I look in the mirror. I got, I got one of those full length mirrors in the, uh, in my room. Yeah. I take you like, as a full length mirror. Guy. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, because it is, it's not a, it's not a vanity thing. It's nah, just Mike's like, fresh y'all. Like, so here, here's the thing, man. There, there are times like I, I'll see this guy. I'm like, I got to step my game up. Cause man, yeah, like, <laughs> and he's a sneakerhead, So he, yeah. he's wearing a pair of Jordans right now. And, oh, yeah. So I'm in a hoodie and flip flops, just to give you all some context. Recording this podcast, he is also in a hoodie and a two hundred dollar pair of sneakers. No, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. So back to your full length mirror. Anyways, yeah, but I, hey, I gotta make sure that the the my J's look right with you the do. outfit, and they great. And, uh, yeah, you do a good job. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes Hatton walks in and sees like the different outfits on the on the bench. She's like, "What are you doing? Like, are we leaving? Like, where are you going? Yeah. In 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 our house, I'm the one with the problem getting out on time. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on to the topic. So, uh, but scripture really, it, it's you do that last check in the mirror before you walk out the door to make sure that you're good. That's good. So you adjust yourself based on what you're, what's being reflected to you. So when we read scripture, it's important that we uh, we use it as a mirror. Okay, well, this is I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that, and and the Holy Spirit will convict you and bring you to these places where you can see uh, what it is that that you need to adjust in your life and whatnot. So when you walk out the door, when you go out and do ministry, when you go out and do uh, you you are adjusted to what Scripture says. We want to adjust ourselves to what Scripture says, not to what we believe. We don't want to adjust Scripture to fit our lifestyle that's or good. what we what we believe. And it's, it's really important. Uh, I think that that's a, a place where, where we get to. Um, I don't know that everybody gets there right away. Sure. Uh, so, and, and, you know, if that's you, 
that, that that's that's fine. Uh, you know, like I said, I, b- I believe God God works that in, in us. Yeah, no, I think it's it's wrestling. Um, you know, I love that picture of wrestling with God. Um, like you think you can win, <laughs> yeah. And then the more you wrestle, it's kind of like a jujitsu match. He's like, okay, yeah, I see what you're doing. Now let me show you why I got the black belt. And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. I tap. Um, that's what for me. That's what a lot of scripture is. Um, yeah. Like engaging in Bible reading, and it impacts. Uh, multiple areas of my lives, you know, from the way that I lead, from the way that I parent, um, you know, from the way that I, I love my wife, uh, yeah. how you manage your money, all that stuff, man. Um, yeah. Managing money, uh, marriage, marriage is, man, <laughs> marriage is probably um, one of the, the, the most, the advice that you get on marriage mm-hmm. from scripture is going to probably be the most impactful and some of the most meaningful transformation that'll happen in your entire life. That's good. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard it said that God does not give you a, a, a wife or a spouse uh, for your, for your pleasure, but to, to build character in you. And I, <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, truer words have not been spoken. Um, it's true. It, it's absolutely true. And not that they, I don't enjoy being married. I do. Um, but I've learned that that being married, I don't care who you are, man. This sure. is not this is not a slight on my wife at all, because my wife could tell you the same, if not probably worse. But oh, yeah. being married is a, is a challenge. Sure, sure, yeah, because you're taking two um, separate, different yeah. individuals, and they're on a journey becoming one. That's right, um, and it is a journey because um, mm-hmm. you're not like <laughs> you're not going to think the same way. Yeah. Um, and then there's personalities. There's all kinds of dynamics. You got your family history that you're bringing with you. Um, she has her. She's bringing with her. And oh, by the way, you guys are broken. Like, oh you're, yeah, you're, you're you've been impacted by sin, um, whether you want to admit it or not. Um, but you've been hurt in your past. And you've hurt some people in your past. Yeah. And all of that baggage is going to be unpacked and sorted in the context of your marriage. Yep. Um, so you just you need grace for that. Um, you need God for that. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> like he's Absolutely. the source of grace. So, um, dude, I love that because one of the things that I read in scripture um, that that really blessed me. And again, it, it took having just a, a consistent uh, rhythm of going to the Bible, meeting with God, hearing from God, and changing based off of what I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, that impacted my marriage was um, on the topic of child training. Uh, so this, right. is, this is like a marriage and parenting example. Um, but there was a time uh, when I was active duty. And um, shout out to all our, our soldiers. I know I've been keeping up with current events. There's a lot of stuff ramping up. So yeah, um, just definitely. know that hey, here at the tailgate pod, we're, we're praying for y'all. I know our local church is praying. Um, we're, we're very, um, our hearts are always just towards the military. Um, yeah. So just know we're praying for y'all. Um, but yeah, when I was active duty, um, there were times I would come home and dude, my kids are cutting the fool. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just, just turning up, just, just running amok in our house. Um, and so I, and, and my wife would be like, Hey, you need to get them. Like you deal with it, bring the discipline. And I'm like, <laughs> so again, this is where the enemy, um, you know, just, I bought into the counterfeit. I'm uh-huh. like, my kids are going to grow up and hate me because every time I come home, I got to be like the discipline guy. Like, yeah. all right, here's your punishment. You know, you time out, whatever. Um, and so I kind of pushed back on my wife. I'm like, all right, look, here's the deal. Like, I need you to start like being the disciplined person. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't want to just come in here from a, a day of work. I'm exhausted. And now I got to punish 
because of something they did to offend you. And then like, it was such a foolish statement because, again, if we're in this journey becoming one, if my children offend my bride, they offend me because yeah. we're one. Um, so it took going to scripture to know that. Um, but, dude, I came across this, I think it was in Proverbs once upon a time, where it said, children, obey um, the commands of your father yep. and your mother's training. That's right. Um, and, again, I, I, I had probably glossed over this verse a hundred times. Um, but for whatever reason, whatever translation I was reading, cause I like to flip translations when mm-hmm. I go through the Bible. Um, it just stuck out to me because I was in the military. I knew the commander and what they were responsible for. And I knew the senior enlisted and what they were responsible for. Yeah. And so I started to see my wife and I as kind of like this military leadership team where I was the commander and she was the senior enlisted advisor. So her job was Training, care and feeding of the troops. You you speak the same enlisted yeah. language they speak. Good order and discipline. My job as the commander was vision, decision, and judgment. So she can recommend punishment, but as far as the implementation, the execution of that, yeah. that was on me as the commander. So I put away all of my personal feelings about the subject. And I'm like, all right, God, if this is what you're saying my role is as yeah. the husband, as the father— then I need to get on my job. I need to um, embrace you need to it. Own it. Yeah, and dude, yeah. it brought so much freedom to my wife. So God graced me to do it. Um, so I mean, it's just again, we're we're a team, we're a tandem. Um, but there are some well defined roles that um, we just had to embrace. So yeah, and it's it, so it takes going to Scripture to be able to uh, see these things. Sometimes, a lot, sometimes they can be overlooked because, well, that's not that's not for me because. It sounds like 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 I don't want I don't want people to feel like there are different ways I shouldn't say there are different ways of reading scripture but sometimes we can read scripture and it's it's transformational across the room hey this is applicable to everybody and then there's sure. times that we read scripture and it's specifically yeah, personal revelation personal revelation mm-hmm. exactly so since you know one of the things that I I really when I talk about scripture and Bible with some people. Uh, they're like, oh, well, it's been written so long ago, and should we take everything as truth? And, mm. you know, how does how does that apply? How does Scripture really apply today? Do you feel like it's different? Do you feel like that's something that, uh, well, you know, we can kind of pick and choose uh, mm. a little bit here. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, so, dude, the more I walk this out, um, I've seen I've seen God use a, a similar process. I think I don't want to say everyone because it's such a general thing to say. Yeah, but it's hard to, to deal with absolutes in that way, yeah. But a lot. That, yep. That's a good term yep. we learn as kids. A lot of folks start off in the pick and choose place. Um, yep, yeah. And I, I don't want to necessarily say it's a, a maturity thing, but that's that's kind of what I believe. I think it's just as you grow, um, you'll realize that. In fact, I think there is a, a, a verse that says, like, if if – if someone is like digging in a, in a yard or whatever, and they discover a gem, don't they buy the entire plot because of the one That's gem? Right. Jesus, found? Jesus was talking about. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, so for me, um, when we pick and choose, it's like, okay, we were just digging. We found this one gem. So I'm holding to this gem. Yep. And this gem is true. And eventually you get to the point where you're like, man, if this one gem's out here, I'm going to buy into everything uh-huh. because of the one gem I found. So That's I, right. I think as we continue to walk that out, um, God will lead us there. So I don't want to like, you know, just straight up rebuke the folks who are in that pick and choose season. Um, keep picking right, and choosing. Right, he'll, right. he'll lead you. Um, but at the same time, like, so for me, um, uh, I know the Bible's true. Um, uh, I, I, I bought into it. Um, again, I study apologetics. So there, there's so much you can, I mean, if, if you really want a, a good way to internalize this stuff quickly, um, 
oh, what's the what's the movie, dude? It was Netflix documentary, um, The Case for Christ. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. it's such a such a good, um, just a good story, uh, true story about you know what happened to this um, investigative journalist as yep. he was trying to prove to his wife who became a Christian that what she believed was false. Right. Um, long story short, he ends up <laughs> believing exactly <laughs> what like, she I believes. can't prove this wrong, it's so like, he ends up believing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, so so there's enough um, out there to to affirm um, yeah. the validity of scripture. Um, so I think for Christians, for our listeners out there who are Christians, um, buy in. Um, you know, we believe that God um, came into the world through a virgin, um, lived a perfect life, mm-hmm. died for our sins, and he rose on the third day. That's right. So if you can buy into that, Buy why, into why can't you buy I mean, into the rest of yeah, it? I mean, that sounds a little crazy right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree, and it's it's important that you don't just buy into it just to buy into it. You, there, there's an internal internalization that has to happen to no scripture doubt. that you're like, you know, and I, I believe that God uh, and the Holy Spirit does that through you. Uh, one of the things I want to encourage our, uh, our listeners out there, if you're not, if you're not doing this, especially if you're just getting started with reading scripture, look, don't, don't do it alone. I mean, have your alone time, sure. but have someone to talk to about it. So I think a lot of times we read scripture and scripture will, will, will glaze over a, a specific verse or a passage or whatnot, maybe we don't understand a little bit more. But sure. here comes uh, someone who's a little bit further along and comes comes and, and and really sheds some light on this scripture. Hey, this is what it means here, yeah. and this is how it's impacted my life. So your personal uh, story, your personal revelation on on scripture, what God has revealed to you, can be impactful to to other people as well. Yeah, or if. If you're fresh, like, so for me, like there's been so many times, um, so I, we do small groups and small groups is where we gather together, um, you know, with fellowship you know, with other Christians and, uh, we do Bible studies and, and different things. And there've been so many times where someone who, um, is quote unquote new to the faith yeah. as they're reading the same thing I've been reading for a decade and they'll just get some fresh insight. I'm like, dude, that blessed me so much. The yeah. way you like, I've never seen it that way. So, so if you are the uh, the rookie out there, don't think you don't add value. Um, right, right, because right. Because I mean, that that's what God does. He uses those group dynamics to disciple us, to make us more like Him. So, so we need you. Uh, we need y'all to start reading your Bibles so you can give us some fresh <laughs> yes. perspective on yes. what we've been reading. So. Yeah, I think I think that's that's great. Um, so so moving moving forward here, I want to talk about uh, some practical habit uh, building. Uh, but before we do that, real, I want to touch on this real quick. I don't want to uh, make this too long, but I want to talk about uh, what what you might you might have heard uh, scripture being talked about or God's word in in logos and rhema. Mm. And essentially, what those are is God's word uh, literally as you read it. That, that would be the term of, of logos. And then rhema is more of a God-breathed word. So mm-hmm. when you read God's Word, and there's some personal insight that God has revealed to you. And as you grow in your habit of 
Bible reading every day. You'll experience both. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's important that, that you do that. I think a lot of times we get stuck in the rhema and, and it's like, wow, this is this is amazing. And then all of a sudden it switches over to where we're just reading logos. And I'm like, all right, God, where are you at? Where are you at? Mm-hmm. God's working. Sure. Uh, or the other way, when we're teaching, we go straight to rhema. Oh, God gave me this revelation. And yep. you know what? That's great, but that's not what it's, <laughs> it's saying exactly. How does that help us? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and I think that there's wisdom in, in, in growing in, in, in those areas. But I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, what... Um, I don't know. What do you think as far as uh, what what factor does uh, reading your Bible have in building relationship uh, with God? What do you what do you think about that, Riley? Oh, I mean, what factor? I mean, I think it is the factor. That's um, good. Yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs> so. I, I love how you you know brought those those words, logos and rhema. Um, if you go to John one one, right? Um, yeah. In the beginning was the word, the logos. Um, yep. That, that's the word that he uses there. And the word was with God, and the word was God. That's right. Um, so he's talking about Jesus. He's he's, he's identifying um, who God is, the, the the perfect revelation of who He is, um, and he's saying that He is the Word. Um, that so when we engage Scripture, um, this isn't like any other book that you read. Um, you're, it isn't story time. It isn't. Um, let me just pass the time reading a novel. It is let me meet with God. Like, yeah. That's what's happening there. Yeah. Um, the wisdom of the ancient one is is being downloaded into you um, through this process of you engaging in the scripture. So, um, yeah, dude, it, it's, it is the factor. Um, and I, I encourage myself with the phrase, take a lap. Um, that's good. I like that. Yeah, because it's, you know, I, th- I think I got that from basketball. Um, <laughs> you know, there are times where free throw drills. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I kind of, I think I oh, know where you're going with this. Oh Taking laugh is not always a good thing, no, but it is a good thing. It is. Um, it, it's a it's a building process. That's right. But so we would shoot two free throws. Um, you clap twice on makes. You clap once on misses. And if you miss, you take a lap. That's and right. Then you get back in line with your team and then you go shoot again. Um a lot of times for me engaging scripture is like, all right, take a lap because I didn't catch it this time. That's yep. I, I, I missed it. So let me recalibrate. Life's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so it could be something I read in that morning's devotion. I'm like, man, God, Job was going through some things. Like, I, don't, <laughs> like, <laughs> I pray that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes, it's, I mean, you're just reading scripture for the account, for the record of what happened. Yeah. So it's not like I just got like, oh, the Lord spoke to me. But what will happen is I'll, I'll go about my day. Um, some things will happen on the job. Some things will happen in my relationships. Where I'm like, okay, God, like I saw how, how Job was tested. I saw how he responded. Here's how I can respond to my situation, being encouraged from what I saw happen in his. It's almost like it's preparing you for the day. Exactly. Or preparing you for, for what you're going to see or, throughout. Or yep. something that's further down yep. the road. Maybe, I mean, sometimes I read God's word and it was like, Maybe it was just to encourage somebody else. Someone will say, hey, man, like, can you pray about such and such? I'm like, you know what? I was reading in, in Luke three days ago where God did this. So let me encourage you with that. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's preparing you for, for whatever God wants to bring about. So I think, I think when we have that rhythm of, of just constantly going to him, uh, meeting with him, he will prepare you for what he's setting you up for. Absolutely. So let, let's talk about some some uh, how to build this healthy habit of engaging in God's Word daily. Uh, again, we you know we believe that Bible is the handbook of life. In order to be able to to do that, to believe that, and to grow in that that 
truth, well, you gotta, you gotta, there's some practical application. You gotta build that habit mm-hmm. into daily Bible reading. So, uh, I don't know. What, what are you, what are some, I mean, I, I just do traditional, uh, I get up in the mornings and, uh, I grab my cup of coffee and I'll, Getting God's word, and um, I, I do some journaling yeah. uh, from from it. That that's helpful for me. I'm not saying that everybody has to do it that way, yeah. uh, but uh, what are some good ways of if someone, let's say, one of our any of our listeners, they they just don't have that healthy habit down. Sure. What are some practical ways of of building this habit? Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I love what you said because um, everybody knows I'm from the up before the enemy camp. Um, shout out to <laughs> Jocko Willink. Um, Disciplined, yeah. bringing freedom in our lives. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we all have an excuse why we can't do something, uh, whether that be working out or reading books or whatever your goal is, making your bed. Um, you can always get up earlier and find more time. But yep. we like to hit snooze, we like to sleep in. Those are all good things. I, I hear everybody. Um, so for me, there was just something special about... Um, getting up early when everything's quiet to meet with God. Um, yeah. You see that rhythm a lot throughout scripture, Jesus and his personal walk. Um, dude, he would do it often. Uh, he would get alone with God early. Um, so I just think there's something about that pattern. Uh, at the same time, um, I don't put God in a box. I don't think early works for everybody. Um, yeah. But I know that humans were creatures of habit. Um, so whatever you do, I would do it consistently. Um, uh, there was a phrase in the military, uh, whenever there was a big problem, it says you eat the elephant a bite at the time. That's right. Yep. Because um, <laughs> the Bible is an elephant. It, it's it's huge. It's a chore. Um, you're, you'll feel like you need like some type of PhD degree to dissect this thing. Um, but even if it's one verse, yeah. um, even if it's one verse that you read every day for the rest of the year... Um, I remember, you know, when Joshua was that for me, be strong, courageous, be strong, courageous, yep. be strong, courageous, right? Um, that changed me. Uh, that mm-hmm. transformed me. And in fact, that's what scripture tells us, that this process, we're, we're being transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's right. Yep. Um, yep. So when, when we establish these habits, um, you know, going back to just how our brains work, these neurological pathways that have been established because of how we've grown up, how we've done life. Um, they need to be rewired by transforming ourselves, by exposing mm-hmm. ourselves to God's word. So um, the most practical thing you do, um, find a time, do it every day, and don't make it hard. Um, make- yeah, that's another thing is, you know, I was going to talk about reading plans. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, reading plans are helpful. Your, your church is probably doing a reading plan. If you don't have, if you don't go to church, uh, and you're just looking for a reading plan, uh, I would recommend that you go to church. But uh, we're talking about engaging in God's Word specifically. So they'll probably have a reading plan at, at church. Uh, if not, you can, there's a, there's several. You can go online and Google uh, reading plans. There are times where it's like, oh, this is, this is a lot for me to be able to do. Sure. Look, I want to encourage you to do something that's doable for you. Right. Not build into this habit. This isn't something that there's not an expectation. You shouldn't expect from yourself or put any pressure on yourself to get up every day at 5 a.m. and spend two hours reading God's Word. Yeah, that's deep into the pool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not yeah, that's not do that. And, and, you know, maybe that's never a rhythm for you. Sure. You know, maybe that's something that you just do occasionally. And I, Look, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying by saying this is start something, you know what, I'm going to spend 10 minutes reading God's Word today. And have an expectation that God's going to speak. There you go. Yep. Yeah. 
because God can do more in 10 minutes than yeah. you can do in two hours. That's right. That's so, right. Like, That's so, so, true. so just, all right, That's God, so here's where here's where I'm at. Here's what's available. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. And just trust him to do the rest. And, uh, you know, for, for our listeners out there that are parents, uh, engage in God's word with your family. Uh, yeah, one of the things sure. that uh, I, I can't claim this for myself, a buddy of mine was telling me about it. I was like, dude, that's such a cool uh, cool uh, idea. He, he takes stuff from the reading plan that he's, he's going through with his church. And around the dinner table, sometimes if he, there's something that sticks out to him, mm. he'll just whip out his Bible at the dinner table while everybody's talking and eating, and they'll talk about Scripture, and they'll talk about the reading plan that day. That's good. So that's a good way of, of engaging in God's Word as a family as well. Yeah, I love that, bro. Um, yeah, I, I really think the more you incorporate it in, as in just part of your daily rhythm, yeah. um, and, and not just for you personally, but for those of you who are you know, leading families or uh, you know, maybe you're dating or uh, maybe you're a kid and you're yeah. out there listening and um, you know, maybe your parents aren't, aren't Jesus followers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you are, you know, you can, you can lead that habit um, yep. in your home. Um, hey, I, hey, here's what I read today. What do y'all think about it? Um, just, just know that God blesses his word. Um, you, you mentioned before about, um, you know, Bible apps and stuff like that. Like you version is a great tool and, yeah. um, Maybe you're just driving and commuting. You can listen to scripture. Um, like that that was the the style that was used in the Bible. Everybody wasn't literate. Um, right. So they would go to gatherings for public readings of scripture. Um, there's something about God's word being read out loud that changes us. Um, yep. So, yeah, if you're, the, if you're that kid with those parents... Read the word to them. See what happens. If you're a parent with some crazy kids, read the word to them. See what happens. You <laughs> see know? what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because yeah. it, it's God. Um, like he he can do more than we can dream or imagine. So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. If uh, uh, the U version app is great, it's fantastic. Uh, it's a just an app you can download. It's pretty popular on uh, any smartphone, any mobile device or whatnot. There's tons of different kinds of reading plan tailored to specific circumstances, situations mm-hmm. that you might be going through. Sure. I would encourage you, it is a great resource. So I would encourage you to download that and use that uh, if you're looking for a good starting point. Look, if you don't have a Bible, look, you you send me a message and I will get you a Bible. Okay, <laughs> I will go. get you. I believe that that everybody should get a Bible. Should have a Bible. Um, you Bro, know, that's what I gave my nieces for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, their first Bibles. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, if you don't have, if you do not have a Bible, I w- I will personally send you a Bible. I will absolutely do that because uh, I think it's 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 vital. It's the handbook for life. Absolutely. So, all right, well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Tailgate Pod today. You can catch us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, any, any, anywhere you get your podcast content. Uh, again, if you have any, uh, any topics that you'd like for us to discuss or talk about, uh, please let us know. We would love to be able to engage with you, our listeners. Uh, thank you so much for faithfully listening to us. We're grateful. We love you. God bless you. Have a good day. <laughs>